everyone, and welcome to our podcast show, Ladies with Chapters, where we empower, engage, and inspire women to live, love, and embrace their lives and chapter stories. I am your host, Shemaine. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Today, my guest is Key Brianna Jones. Brianna, thank you for being on my podcast today, and thank you for being here with me. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Now, you're here in Florida. How are you enjoying this sunny weather we have down here? Oh, I'm enjoying it because it's been a while since I've been here and yeah. visited. So, living in Louisiana now, definitely just had a cold front come through. So, I'm enjoying soaking up some sun. Awesome. And- awesome. Awesome. So, Brianna, I... <laughs> I've seen where you now have a new venture, Poshy Pets. Yes, Poshy Pets. It's unique. Mm-hmm. It's bomb bath, bath bombs, bath bombs for pets. For pets. <laughs> Tell me about that. Okay, so I've always been interested in animals, and I'm currently in school for a veterinarian technician. But I wanted to come up with the idea of starting my own business, and I wanted to cater to animals. Having, I also used to be a dog groomer, so I realized how hard it was, you know, maintaining a pet, bathing it, going through the shampoo and the conditioning process. So I said, why don't we just make a bath bomb? So the whole process. Pet. Yes, the whole point of the bath bomb is to cut the pet maintenance in half. Okay. So you can have more fun time with your pet. Awesome. Awesome. That is great. It's definitely a unique business to get into. Now, how did Brianna arrive to this? As women, we all have stories. We all have chapters. What was it that got Brianna to decide now that she has to come up with this idea of having her own business? What was that defining moment? When did that all came about? Well, getting out of prison and having to face the challenges of trying to find a job and being at the mercy of a business or a company, you know, giving me, wondering if they'll give me a chance to hire me. The opportunity. The opportunity to hire me. Now, you mentioned prison. How did that, tell me about it. I mean, obviously it changed, it gave you, a whole different perspective. You came out and you had to start a business. Tell me about it. Give me a rundown as to how did it lead to that? Well, when I was 17, I was introduced into the escorting lifestyle. So from 17 to 21, that became my life. I was just around the wrong crowds. I fell in love with the wrong guy. Love can do something, so. Yes. Especially being young and naive. Yes, yes. He was 10 years my senior. Told me all the good stuff Mm -hmm. I wanted to hear. All the lovely nothings. Yeah, Mm -hmm. all the empty promises. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it just, it got to a point in time where it became normal. You thought it was okay. And I thought that that's what life was. was Mm -hmm. And when was it that you realize that something about this is just not right. When did that happen for you? I want to say I was about 19, about to turn 20. 
But by that time, I was so far into the lifestyle, I didn't really know how to get out. I didn't know, like everything became normalized, you know, for me. And you, you're around a person for such a, a long period of time, and this is a man, and, and it's been many, many different men that mm-hmm. I've dealt with along with that lifestyle, mm-hmm. and that were taking advantage of me. You get to a point where it became the norm. Would you say that? Yes, it felt like it was the norm, and it made me feel like that's all I was good enough for. You constantly have. The whole point in that in that lifestyle is to break a woman down. Yeah. It's a break her down and build her up, but it never gets to the building up process. Yeah. It never gets to the building up. But would you say that you had to pull that out of yourself to rebuild you? Because today, fast forwarding where you are now, you had to take control of your life. Mm-hmm. You had to be able to figure out this is not right. I want more for myself. Would you say that you had to go deep in yourself to think, realize that you had to like search deep inside to pull up what was there and realize I want more for Brie for you? Yes, I do feel like I had to do that. Yeah. But it goes to a point in time, when do you have the opportunity to do to that? Do it. You ask, you know, I would I would sit and I would ask God at the hardest points of my life, help me get out of this or help me find a better way. Save me from this. Yeah. And it's not always the way we want it to, to be. be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So what were some of the things that you did to help you cope through it? Because I could just imagine how going through it, I mean, I'm sure there has been dark days and there has been struggle and there has been fighting them with yourself and trying, like you mentioned, self-esteem. What were some of the things that Brianna had to try to help, you know, just to cope with it? As far as positive things? Yes. Or, okay, so that I had to relearn. I had to learn. Because the environments that I was around, it wasn't positive things to to cope. Okay. It was constantly negative things. And it wasn't until I was put in a situation where the only choice you have is to look up. Yeah. yeah. I was at my rock bottom. Yeah. There, there's no, there's, there was no more looking down after that point. Yeah. So... How do you go up from here? Yeah. That was the question to myself. yourself. So when did that moment happen for you? Was it after you came from prison and you realized that? While I was in prison. While you were in prison. Tell me about that. What transition that you you encounter that made you, okay, once I'm out of here, was it something like that? I'm going to get out of here. I want to do this. I want to make some changes. I want to fight. Tell me about it. What, 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 when did that all happen for you? I had been, I hadn't been sentenced yet. Okay. Um, I was awaiting trial. Okay. I just, it was, I was 21. Okay. I was 21 years old when I was arrested. Okay. And I remember sitting in a cell. Okay. I was in a cell alone by myself and I was praying. Okay. I was praying to God and I asked him, I said, 
just send me a sign to let me know that everything's going to be okay and that I can move past this. Because I was looking at 17 to 24 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. Did you say 17 to 24 years? Yes. So how long did you end up? I ended up receiving eight years okay. in prison. Okay. But I only served six of the, of the eight. Praise God for that. Mm -hmm. But that night when I prayed to him, I said, just send me a sign. I said, God, I don't care if it's a strike of lightning, just anything. Just let me see it. Uh -huh. Yeah. And we have these small little windows. Mm -hmm. And that night it started raining. Mm -hmm. And I saw that strike of lightning. Mm -hmm. So I knew. Yes, I like, something. Oh. I, I got sentenced. And then I created a vision board. Okay. Because I was... Outside of outside of prison, I was always focused on, you know, when you having problems, you try not to focus. A lot of us don't try to focus on our problems. And then especially struggling with self-esteem. I never that I so I, instead of me looking at it as a negative point, yeah. I said, this is the time where I can just strictly focus on Hebrew. Yes, yes. This is yes. my time. Go deep in there and mm -hmm. focus on me. Yeah. I created a vision board. I got magazines and now this was in 2015 okay i said i wanted to start school mm -hmm. finish school mm -hmm. learn a second language yes start my own business yes my release date wasn't supposed to be until 2021 okay i didn't know how i was going to get out of prison wow. before 2021. 2021 yeah right yeah so, but I want, that's what I wanted to, oh, I, because I remember praying to God and I, when I was facing that time, I said, I could only do five years. Yeah, I can't do no more. Mm -mm. So I ended up doing five years in 10 months. Because remember, it's not on our time. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 And I put that date on there and, and, and I went to federal prison. So in federal prison, you have an opportunity to do a drug addiction program with that drug addiction program, you receive a year off your sentence. Okay. So I didn't learn about that until so after, after I was sentenced. Were you qualified for that? I was qualified and I, and you I completed. It? Awesome. After awesome. I completed my vision board. Awesome. That's what I realized I qualified for. Awesome. awesome. So let's jump to, to a few years down the road. I managed to start school while in prison. I completed a cosmetology program. I also attained my certification in vet assistance. So, so I'm hearing that with your vision board while you were there, you wanted to go back to school. You wanted to start your business. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to today, Brianna did those. Mm -hmm. And Brianna came out of prison and bilingual. Brianna came out of prison bilingual. Yes. So you did it. Yes. So... That is telling me that, Brianna, you took your trials, mm -hmm. your tribulation, darkest the darkest moment of your life, all those obstacles that you encounter by the hands of someone else who were double 10 years older than you, mm -hmm. who took advantage of your youth because you mentioned you were very young. Yes. You took that and you did something with Brianna. You did something with your life. You didn't just focus on the negative, what was happening. Mm -mm. I would say that is a triumph. You overcame that. 
what is Brianna? What is the next step for Brianna? Where is Brianna? Where is it that Brianna wants to go? I want to help other young women. Okay. When I was in prison, I realized that I wasn't the only woman struggling with self-esteem problems, struggling with acceptance issues. Everyone in prison was something. Yes. And I, I, when I use the word broken, it's broken spirits. Yeah. But it's so much talent. It's so much potential. Yeah. It's just. It's cluttered. Yes. But when you mend that spirit, anything is possible. 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 Now, you also said that you want to help. Yes. Tell me some of the things that. Brianna has in mind that she want to help and tell me some of those that you have already attempt to help because what I'm hearing is that I'm out now mm-hmm. but I am going to focus on my, the girls that I left back there right I want to help them because you know what it is you know the road that you trod mm-hmm. well while I was in prison I realized um a lot of other young women were coming into the federal system with the same charge that I had. I was okay. convicted of conspiracy of sex trafficking. Okay. With that conviction, a lot of in-depth research wasn't done to to separate victim from perpetrator. Okay. A lot of young girls came in there with those same charges as far as being labeled as a sex trafficker. Okay. When in fact they were being trafficked, just like myself. So I was like, something needs yeah. to be done with this. They, they actually are the victims. Yes. But they're being trafficked. A lot of these girls, I would sit there listening to their stories, they have pimps, everything. So what I started doing, I started reaching out to other organizations behind the prison walls. Okay. I started writing. So you letters. stopped working for while you were in there. Mm-hmm. Yes, persistent. You have to start Persevering and persistent. I love it. I love it. I really do. Tell me, go ahead. I'm, 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 I'm all in. I want to know what. Tell me how. So how, I just what, started what writing brochures. I got different um, girls' stories. Started yes. writing letters. To make a long story short, yes. I ended up forming a human trap help form a human trafficking clemency initiative, which helps young women who are in prison, federal prison, that were convicted of sex trafficking or were actual, their own victims to the crime. Yes. Wow. I got in touch with organization, the California Coalition. Okay. From there, they put me in touch with the Legal Aid Society. Okay. From the Legal Aid Society, a group of lawyers came to visit us. Okay. They were so touched by our story. Yeah. That they was like like they they had never dealt with the federal system. Okay, they were that's the that's a, that's a high level. That's and they yeah. have a ninety seven percent conviction. Rate. Oh my word! Yes. So they took this on as a challenge. What they did, they formed clinics from the Baltimore School of Law and the Brooklyn School of Law. Okay. So those professors that teach the law school at the law school and their students. They formed the organization with my help, and they prepared clemency petitions for young women who are who was convicted of trafficking, sex trafficking, but were actual victims of their crime. Okay. Because the thing, the only difference between 
a state charge and a federal charge, the state, the governor can give you a pardon. But the only way for these young women to have some type of relief from their case mm -hmm. is through a presidential pardon. Okay. Which is called a clemency. Okay. Okay. A lot of these girls were sentenced to 20 years, 15 years, mandatory minimums. Okay. And they were young themselves so, starting so out. Happy. Mm -hmm. Wow. So a lot of us have to register as sex offenders because of this charge. Okay. So you're put in the same category as a rapist. Yes. A child predator. That's not fair. So what you're working on is trying to change that? Is that, that what I'm hearing? I'm trying to change people's perspective, perspective of it. Because it's so easy for a victim to become a perpetrator in the laws, in the, in the eyes of the law. I understand. So it needs to be some type of middle ground yes. and some type of understanding. Yes. yes, yes. It's like everybody is lumped into one. Yes, and, and that's which not, is not fair. To anyone. No, that's fair. Wow. wow. So as, as young women, we've been trafficked. You think about how did you get to that situation? Yeah. So I started talking to different women. A lot of them had trauma of their own. Yeah. As children, trauma, sexual trauma, physical trauma. Yes. A lot of them struggle with drug abuse yes. and addiction. Yeah. Yes. So you pile that on top of now you have this charge yes. and you have to register. It's almost like there's no hope. You keep getting put yes. down and put down, and then you're you're a woman. I mean, let's yeah. let's Basically. be real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is an upbuilding experience yeah. for me, and I, I enjoy moments yes. like this, and yes. I appreciate it yeah. because as women, we need to upbuild each other so much more because society tears us down. And that is so true. And I can tell you this: that I am so proud of you to see that you did not allow what you went through to determine what your future is going to be. Mm. That's number one. Number two, you are using the love that you have, that you have. You didn't allow, it didn't bury you. You know that, right? It tried, but it did not happen. So you still have that because you took on, you started while you were in there and now you're out. Right. Mm -hmm. And you you're out and you're still fighting because you're fighting for those girls who you left, who are still there, who mm -hmm. cannot fight. Right. Because they're not, they, they, they're in. So for a long period of time. Exactly. So you, you're doing great. You're doing an amazing job. I want to tell you that because you are, you are. And it, like you said, it takes women like us to empower each other. Because you did not allow what happened to you to break you. Mm -hmm. It might have kept you down. It might have thrown you back. It's it might up a little exactly, bit, but I'm not broken. But you're not broken, you know? And a lot of times as women, we, we, we get into situation and, you know, we don't, we don't know where to start. We don't know how to keep our head up to just get out of it. And I can tell you that listening to your story, Brianna, I want to tell you, continue going, continue empowering yourself and continue empowering other women because there are so many women out there who have similar stories just like yours and who don't even know where to start. Mm -hmm. So with that, I'm going to ask you, anyone listening, 
what word of encouragement would you leave? To never give up and understand your potential. A lot of people, it's not that they're not driven or they don't have hope. A lot of people are afraid of success. Yes. And it's okay to be successful. Yeah. And it's okay to have gone through things, but it's not about what you go through. You know, it's how it's how you make it out of it. Yes. Yeah. And I just want to be an inspire, inspire the next young woman that's even if they haven't went through the same thing I went through, no matter what it is, we all have similarities because we've all had trials. Yes. And I just want to be that that shining light, like to let them know it's okay. Like you can do it. Like whatever you want to do, do it. You and you got it. this. You can do it. It's so many naysayers out there. So exactly. many naysayers. Basically, like. What I want to say is what determined me, what kept me motivated is because I realized when I got out, of, when I'm getting out of prison, this is that moment I realized when I, when I was in prison. Okay. Okay. Now I'm, I'm a convicted felon. Okay. On top of that, I'm a registered, I have to register as a sex offender. They removed that checkbox in job applications for the felon, but not the sex offender. Really? No, for job applications anywhere. Like recently, I just had that removed off my license because my state were was allowing it. Okay. To to be because before that it was red labels underneath it. Wow. And it's embarrassing to return an item to the store because of right. that. But in my mind, so I knew I was gonna have to deal yes. with that. As a child, I never liked to hear the word no. So I took that and turned Turn it around into, yes. in something positive. Yes. I said, I'm going to take this time, build myself up, get as much education, get as much yes. everything that yes. I can get now yes. so that when I get out, uh-huh. no one can tell me no. No, exactly. Because I have this, yes. this, and this to back it up. Yes. yes. I looked it out as a challenge. Turn those into yes. And let me tell you, I started my business the first, the very first year. Within, within the first year I went to, I got out of prison. Remember I said I, I had a vet assistant certification. Yes. With that certification, they do train you with dog grooming. Okay. I went to a lot of different dog grooming places. You didn't get a job. No. No. I mean, it, it, it wasn't that, you know... The felon party didn't bother, no. but you know the sex offender. Sex offender. And then you explain to them, you know, this is what no, happened. And no, no. But what I've realized, society with this situation, society like yeah, people yeah, I've yeah. come into contact with, mm-hmm. they look at you two ways: mm-hmm. either you're broken, or it's your predator. Yeah, and I'm neither. Neither. Yeah. So those same places. Yes. That. Turn you down. Yeah. Yeah. I private label for it now. No. Yes. I I sell my products in their salons. I just I put my products in their salon for them to sell. That's what I'm talking about, girl. 
and walking in there. That's what I'm talking with my faith about. with my head high. Hey, remember me a few months ago? I have my own business now, so I would like to give these to you on consignment. Wow. That was the best feeling. I can imagine. And that's what I'm saying. You took what happened, but you took those trials and you turned it into triumph for you. You wouldn't give me an opportunity to earn a living, to make to make some type of money. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm putting money. You in should your be business. proud of yourself. You really should be feel really proud of yourself. Because, I mean, I am proud of you. <laughs> I am really extremely proud of you. And, you know, just knowing that what you've been through, you did not allow. I can't help but say it so many times. You did not allow that to determine your future. Those no's, those no's that you don't like to hear, you turn those into yes. Mm -hmm. While you were in there, you took that vision board and you said, I am going to educate myself. I'm going back to school and I'm going to have my own business. And you did that. And that, that's not the end for Brianna. Because I'm now in college to become a veterinary technician. Exactly. And eventually I want to become a veterinarian. Yes, and you will. I am. You will. I, I am. know you will. I will be. I will be right there pushing you on. You're gonna do it. Yes, yes, you are gonna do it. I was in Miami, but yeah. listen, being in prison, it's a lot of Spanish people. I can imagine. So wow. I always made sure I kept a roommate that didn't that did. speak English. Oh, so I had no to help you. See? Yes, that's being smart, strategic. Mm -hmm. You know, I say put me in there with the mommies. Yes, yes. Yeah. So give me a little bit. You you mentioned about the second language, which was okay. another on that vision board. Take care of what was that? What do you want to know? Say that again. Que quieres saber? Que quieres saber? Que quieres Girl, saber? I, I'm a cuss if I say That was good though. That was really good. That was good. I'm so I'm I'm really proud of you. And you just have to continue. What was that mean again? Girl, say that again again. You're very beautiful. Oh, and I love your job. I'ma say, well, thank you, Jolly. <laughs> <laughs> the most I know is why they say uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete. They taught us that in school. So I just oh, I really yeah. stuck to it. And that lady that um she had came to because like basically when I graduated the RDAP program, the drug program, they asked me to share my story. But they also have someone coming from the outside. That is awesome. That is amazing. That is amazing. I love it. And love it. when I was in prison. A lady came to speak and I was so inspired by her story and the words that she left me with. She said when she had her time out, because she had a time out okay. at one point in time. Okay. And when things weren't clear to her, she okay. didn't understand things were coming left and right. She, she said, God, show me the way Sorry. and make it clear okay. mm -hmm. so that I can, I can understand. understand. Yes. And that's what I went by. And those words stick with me till this day. Wow. You wanted more for you. Mm -hmm. After you understood what was happening to you and what happened to you, you wanted more. Mm -hmm. And you fought for that. And you made that happen. And you're continuing to make that happen. And that is what I call empowerment. 
And you're going to continue. Because you know why? It's happening from here. You did not allow that ugly, dark, deep moment to just take control of your life. You wanted more for Brianna. And you made sure that Brianna is going to get more. And you're doing it. Thank you so, so much. So I am going to tell you, keep up the great work. Keep your chin high and continue selling those labels <laughs> of those ready. <laughs> Love it. Keep selling, girl. Keep selling. Just do it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Women from all over are finally opening up and sharing their chapter stories. If you have a story, we would love to hear from you. Email us today. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at lwchapters at yahoo.com or lwchapters Instagram and Facebook. Your story is yours. No one knows your story like you do.